And it, a lot of people talk about this book, like, but tell me, tell me what you think about it. Okay. All right, ready? teach their kids about money that the poor and middle class do not by robert t kiyosaki to parents everywhere the first and most important teachers to all those who educate influence and lead by example how does a person say thank you when there are so many people to thank obviously this book is a thank you to my two fathers who were powerful role models and love and kindness the person most responsible for this book becomes my wife Kim, my partner in marriage, business, and in life. She makes my life complete. Rich dad, poor dad. Having two dads offered me the choice of contrasting the view, one of a rich man and one of a poor man. I had two fathers, a rich one and a poor one. One was highly educated and intelligent. He had a PhD and completed four years of undergraduate work in less than two years. He then went on to Stanford University, the University of Chicago, and Northwestern University to do his advanced studies, all on full financial scholarship. The other father never finished the eighth grade. Men were successful in their careers, working hard all their lives. Both earned substantial incomes, yet one always struggled financially. The other would become one of the richest men in Hawaii. One died, leaving tens of millions of dollars to his family, charities, and his church. The other left bills to be paid. Both men were strong, charismatic, and influential. Both men offered me advice, but they did not advise. That's what we're going to... No. Same things. Both men believed strongly in education, but did not recommend the same course of study. If I had had only one dad, I would have had to accept or reject his advice. Having two dads offered me the choice of contrasting points of view, one of a rich man and one of a poor man. Instead of simply accepting or rejecting one or the other, I found myself thinking more, comparing, and then choosing for myself. The problem was that the rich man was not rich yet, and the poor man was not yet poor were just starting out on their careers and both were struggling with money and families but they had very different points of view about money for example one dad would say the love of money is the root of all evil the other said the lack of money is the root of all evil as a young boy having it does not give no I guess what would the root of all evil wouldn't be the lack of money or the want of money it'd be the, the consciousness right Right, the, the illusion of of it being a homemade plan of protection and promoting. Because 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 we say that you know money is an illusion. It's something based off consensus reality that's made real. Right? Any thoughts of that? Well, see, money itself is not, but what you assume it's good for is the illusion. What do you mean by that? Well, it's just that. If you so, think it can, if, if, if you think it gives you power or if you think it, uh, it gives you pr protection, etc. But that, doesn't it give you power and protection? Like, 
you know, well, you, temporarily. You can buy, you know, for a doctor, you can use it to research, you can get a computer, you can get a TV and do study, you can travel, any thoughts on that? Well, um, but see, it, 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 it can buy that for you, but it doesn't provide necessarily, it can still elude you. No matter how much money you have, protection and power, etc., can still elude you or or destroy you. Yeah, if you have like a, a negative consciousness, then you can use it in negative ways, right? And it can destroy you, right? Right. But uh, but it's probably better to have more money than too little money, right? Or I guess it depends, huh? No, it's it's that's certainly true. So, but but the idea of money is an illusion. It's like it's paper, but we say that it has value and stuff. That that's kind of illusion, right? Because it's just based off consensus. Well, it's all consensus, yes. But then, is isn't that true with everything though? And if it, if it's true, like the the mind creates reality in ways, or you know, your beliefs kind of are like one with the reality, like. What, who's to say that money is any less real than the chair right here or the table right here? If the table's from the world of forms and stuff, and you know, there's a there's a correspondence between belief and reality and stuff, and, and you know, our beliefs are connected to the world of forms and everything. Who's to say that money's any less real than the chair? Any thoughts that you're sitting on? Yeah, that's true. But you see, uh See the illusion. See, money is an illusion because it's a uh, it's a byproduct of of um, your 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 mode of being in the world. So, if your mode of being in the world is valid, or if you're in the flow, money will be a byproduct of that. But anybody can see you can sell. You can sell cocaine and get a lot of money. So getting a lot of money. I was going to say, Grandpa, um, this is not nothing against you or anything. It's just we don't have too much time. So if you can, let's let's try to talk a little bit fast if we can. Well, I have to think. Okay, okay. But yeah, go ahead. I'm finished. Yeah, so... But yeah, so like consensus, like, can you think of other examples like money that are like only based around consensus reality? Is it would like another example be like mental illness? It's just like consensus of the doctors. But people would say it's more real because they would say like there's like corresponding, you know, brain abnormalities or whatever, although that's debatable. But can you think of like other examples of something that would be like just based off consensus reality other than money? Uh, no, not off the top of my head. All right. But yeah, so, so, but, but you don't want to, so I guess you don't want to say that money's bad. You don't want to say it's good, but you know, he's, this guy, I think this guy, I think this guy's teaching like the idea of abundance is a better mentality, right? Any thoughts on that? Yes, exactly. 
the scarcity is kind of like more limited, like stuck in the self, but also abundance could also be very self-indulgent and stuck in the self, you know? Yeah, yeah it can be. Like I'm thinking of like rappers who are like, oh, I'm all about my money. I'm all about that paper, but it's all like, yeah, I get that money so I can get bitches and you know, all that stuff. Any thoughts that? Right, he's not about the money. He's about the, the results of the what the money can give him. The goals of having money. Both influencing me was difficult. I wanted to be a good son and listen, but the two fathers did not say the same things. The contrast in their points of view, particularly about money, was so extreme that I grew curious and intrigued. I began to start thinking for long periods of time about what each was saying. Much of my private time was spent reflecting, asking myself questions such as, why does he say that? Then asking the same question of the other dad's statement. It would have been much easier to simply say, yeah, he's right, I agree with that. Or to simply reject the point of view by saying, the old man doesn't know what he's talking about. Instead, having two dads whom I loved forced me to think and ultimately choose a way of thinking for myself. As a process, choosing for myself turned out to be much more valuable in the long run than simply accepting or rejecting a single point of view. It does, Echo? No. That's just logical. One of the reasons the rich get richer, the poor get poorer, and the middle class struggles in debt is that the subject of money is taught at home, not in school. Most of us learn about money from our parents. So what can poor parents tell their child about money? They simply say, stay in school and study hard. The child may graduate with excellent grades, but with a poor person's financial programming and mindset. Sadly, money is not taught in schools. Schools focus on scholastic and professional. It doesn't? No. See, well, I've just been, about... been thinking a little bit more about, I've just been thinking a little bit more about this whole, whole thing. See, one can, one can experience a life of abundance and fulfillment and a sense of well-being without money. So uh, the illusion is that money can provide it for you. But uh, um, see, you can live on the farm where not much money is required. You can have your own, uh, your your produce your own food and clothing, etc., and still have a very abundant, satisfying, fulfilling, enjoyable lifestyle. So money is not the issue. Yeah, but on the farm though, there's a lot of a lot of time that you're not using to utilize the expansion of your consciousness and the and the growth of your awareness and stuff, right? Any thoughts? No, you can do that while you're working. Yeah, but yeah, but so I was thinking, yeah, you can do that thinking and stuff like and I was thinking now you can have like headphones and you can listen to audio books and stuff as you're doing the farming and stuff. But I was thinking like a, a more a fulfilling life would be one of study and everything. That's what they teach in like Judaism where they teach the teaching of the Torah and stuff. But yeah, you can do the work and do the studying, but you know, the, the idea with money is then you don't have to do all the work and you could, you know, focus more on the studying. And if you want to do the work, you can, but it's not a necessity. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a possibility. But you see, it's important to understand that the work doesn't get in doesn't get in the way 
of the studying. See, Abraham Lincoln, for example, spent all of his time working as he was growing up. Yeah, but then also people say that Abraham Lincoln said some racist things. You know, they, they, you could argue that he said that because he was trying to, you know, just appeal to the white people so he can get power and he had ulterior motives and stuff. And, or maybe that he grew in consciousness, but we're, we're not saying that he was, you know, had necessarily. Well, all, you know, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is working didn't get in the way of yeah, what he, could, his, the evolution of his consciousness. It could and it could not, it depends. You know, for some, I, you know, you, you just said that about Abraham Lincoln, but I can think of a ton of people who just spend all their time working and they have very limited consciousness. You know what I mean? So like using one example. I spent all of my time working. Yeah. Every day of my life. Yeah. But you know, does that? No. Skills, but not on financial skills. This explains how smart bankers, doctors, and accountants who earned excellent grades may struggle financially all of their lives. Our staggering national debt. So, in in this in the in this vein, you know, the idea of you can see the value in in taking responsibility and saying like, okay, yeah, the reason I'm these people are poor is because they have a poor mentality, and that's true. And, and also, yeah, having that ego orientation and stuff, it can it can lead to poverty and stuff. I know that because we, we, I think that you kind of when I when I was talking with you and and I got confused about what you were teaching, I got confused and it put me into a. Uh, mentality that was you know and, and also i already had you know i got caught up in a mentality that was a little bit impoverished and it and it doesn't lead to good results so yeah that there's definitely an aspect of that but then also at the same time i think that there's that danger of like blaming the victim oh oh yeah because you're poor it's because you're impoverished mentality if you only had the rich man rich dad's mentality then you'd be rich but there's so many other factors involved such as you know what you, you the environment that you grew up in and the conditions, your race, you know, your, you know, even your IQ, you know, any thoughts of that? No, those are all factors. But usually you would say that the, oh, only thing you could, the only thing that you could really do anything about is your mentality and you're taking responsibility and, and upgrading your mentality, right? That's what you would say, right? Yep. But yeah, a lot of people do that, but, 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 they, but they misinterpret it and they're like, okay, well, I'll upgrade my mentality. And then they're like, yeah, I'm gonna be the rich dad. But then there's still like 50 cent or, or like some rapper, gangster rapper who it's all about, okay, get money, but it's all ego oriented. And they're still stuck in a Donald Trump mentality. Any thoughts of that? Oh, right. Yeah. It's just, see, getting money can be your, <clears throat> your goal or it can be the byproduct, a byproduct of, of a function and purpose. And it doesn't? No. It is due in large part to highly educated politicians and government officials making financial decisions with little or no training in the subject of money. Today, I often wonder what will soon happen when we have millions of people who need financial... Because I think we're facing a kind of a, a, a conflict and a confrontation of two worldviews where there's the one which would be the more liberal one, which is saying, no, it's, it's the system that makes people poor. And we have a system that was designed against people of color and it's designed to keep the rich rich and stuff like that. And then there's this other camp, which is Kiyosaki kind of is what he's saying is, no, what it is is it's your mentality and the poor people were taught the poor mentality and stuff. And all you gotta do is upgrade your consciousness. 
and the 1% is the rich because of their, their high IQs and their high consciousness or whatever. So it's kind of like a blaming the victim mentality, in my opinion. But then at the same time, you would say, though, but there's a lot of benefit to that mentality because all you can do is upgrade your consciousness. And, and really, if everybody just upgraded their consciousness, then the, then the system itself would be evolved or whatever. Any thoughts on that? Yeah. Yeah, that's my understanding. Medical assistance. They will be dependent upon their families or the government for financial support. What will happen when Medicare and Social Security run out of money? How will a nation survive if teaching children about money continues to be left to parents, most of whom will be, or already are, poor? Because I had two influential fathers, I learned from both of them. I had to think about each dad's advice, and in doing so, I gained valuable insight into the power and effect of one's thoughts on one's life. For example, one dad had a habit of saying, I can't afford it. The other dad forbade those words to be used. He insisted I ask, how can I afford it? One is a statement, and the other is a question. One lets you off the hook, and the other forces you to think. My soon-to-be-rich dad would explain that by automatically saying the words, I can't afford it, your brain stops working. By asking the question, how can I afford it, your brain is put to work. He did not mean that you should buy a... Doesn't it? Yeah, that's, that's very wise. Yeah, why is that wise? And it does. Well, see, he he he's he's encouraging exploration and exposure. He's a, and and acceleration by saying, "Well, let's let's figure out how we can afford it." And again, the focus is on the exploration, uh, exposure, and acceleration rather than on the money itself. It's also, they would say, like a scarcity versus a abundance mentality. Like the scarce one, it's like you're trying to hold on to what you have. I can't afford it. And like it's, it's looking down upon yourself. Whereas the other one's more optimistic and open and gratitude and like and expansiveness. And, and therefore, you're more free flowing and stuff. And, and you're not so gripped and not so constricted and tight. Any thoughts about that? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Thing you want. He was fanatical about exercising your mind, the most powerful computer in the world. He'd say, my brain gets stronger every day because I exercise it. The stronger it gets, the more money I can make. He believed that automatically saying I can't afford it was a sign of mental laziness. Although both dads worked hard, I noticed that one dad had a habit of putting his brain to sleep when it came to finances, and the other had a habit of exercising his brain. The long-term result was that one dad grew stronger financially, and the other grew weaker. It is not much different from a person who goes to the gym to exercise. Does it? Yeah, no. Exercise on a regular basis versus someone who sits on the couch watching television. Proper physical exercise increases your chances for health, and proper mental exercise increases your chances for wealth. My two dads had opposing attitudes, and that affected the way they thought. One dad thought that the rich should pay more in taxes to take care of those less fortunate. The other said, taxes punish those who produce and reward those who don't produce. One dad recommended... Any thoughts on No. I think, well, I think what's important is that he was exposed to both viewpoints, so this can give a more comprehensive uh, outlook where he can see the, get, get the gems from each of them and gain a more synergistic, you know, new outlook that combines 
Boom. Any thoughts on that? Yeah. Yeah. But, but he seems to be favoring yeah. one outlook over the other. And the thing is, I would say is both of them are, are accurate in their ways. The, the dad who's saying, yeah, that you, you know, the, 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 he, he, the, Kiyosaki seems to be favoring the rich dad. And this is why I think probably a lot of uh, conservatives and Trump supporters would like Kiyosaki in this case is, yeah, it's, it's true. Respond, take responsibility. All you can do is upgrade your consciousness. But a lot of people don't know what that means to upgrade their consciousness. And really, their quote unquote upgrading their consciousness is just becoming more selfish and more self oriented or whatever. And, and not oneness oriented, right? Any thoughts on that? Yeah, well, it's the same with, with this rich dad's point of view. Um, again, it could be totally done with goal orientation. That's all he's interested in is achieving the goal of having more money. But um, that's only a byproduct of having a more wealthy, healthy, alive, flowing possibility, life, lifestyle possibility. Yeah, I was, I was thinking like, you know, the, the idea, because when the, the poor dad apparently is saying, yeah, tax the rich. And so this guy's saying, oh, well, that, that you know, the, the problem with that is, you know, he has a, he has a scarcity mentality and he's, and he's trying to look down upon being rich and stuff. And yeah, there, there's definitely a, something to say about that. To look down upon the rich is not necessarily helpful because there are some rich people who are adding value and who have a, you know, a higher level of consciousness. But then at the same time, though, he also has to understand that there's also Trumps. And there's also rich people who, who are doing it, who, who got rich based off of preying on people, predatory prey, impersonal consciousness, who just focused on money. And, and that's why there is taxes. And you have to be able to have more of a flexible mindset to be able to incorporate these nuances. Whereas a lot of the people who listen to Kiyosaki and they're going to be like, okay, oh, conser they're conservative. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They have a very rigid mind structure and they're not adopting and adapting and assimilating these, you know, incongruities. Any thoughts of that? Yeah, that's good. But yeah, so, so basically like, yeah, there, there is sometimes, yeah, as you say, there's no formula. Sometimes there's concessions and taxing is important, but at the same time, yeah, Kiyosaki's rich dad's right. It, it might not be a good mindset to be looking down upon the rich and saying, oh, they suck, they're evil. Okay, well, th that's an impoverished mentality. But there's also kind of a, not just a middle ground, but a higher ground of consciousness. Any thoughts of that? Yeah, exactly. Study hard so you can find a good company to work for. The other recommended, study hard so you can find a good company to buy. One dad said, the reason I'm not rich the other said, the reason I must be rich is because I have you kids. One it doesn't? Yeah, it faded out there for just a minute. I didn't see the, the two things, or didn't hear the two things he compared. He said, what, one said, I, I'm, I'm, rich be, I'm not rich because I have you kids. The other one said, I must be rich because I have you kids. And it doesn't. Mm. Yeah, well, again, <clears throat> it's the same thing. It's, but having more kids or see that's that's coming up with an explanation, a reason, a story <clears throat> to justify, you know, it's like the sheep gate story. I'm I'm poor because everybody's getting in my way and all these things have happened to me, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas the other doesn't spend time talking about the story. He's he's always focusing on upgrading 
ex exploration, exposure, and acceleration. Say no excuses, huh? Right. But but again, like sometimes they're in the liberal point of view. Sometimes excuses are valid. You know, but 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 you would say, okay, yeah, those excuses are valid, but still, all you can do is upgrade your consciousness and go for it. But but at the same time, sometimes excuses are valid, and that's what the liberals understand. Any thoughts of that? Well, no, the excuses are never valid. They may be accurate, but then it, it, you can use them as a, as an excuse, or you can use them as a reason, or you can just see them as a fact. Yeah, like I'm, I'm thinking, like okay, like a, a a Native American might say, yeah, you know, we we were given smallpox and we were, you know, wiped out, and that's why I'm poor right now, and we were put in these things, you know. And that's that's an excuse. And then you, oh, well, that's just an excuse. All he has to do is upgrade his consciousness. And you know, any thoughts of that? Yeah, he's using he's using an event as an excuse rather than as a motivator. Yeah. Well, then, so so you would say that he could transcend the idea that he's a Native American, and every every and the white people can transcend the idea that they're white. And any thoughts on that? Yeah. Well, just like you did with the shootaway, he he didn't let that hold you back yeah it doesn't even, even though it happened yeah it doesn't no encouraged talking about money and business at the dinner table while the other forbade the subject of money to be discussed over a meal one said when it comes to money play it doesn't no because i was thinking you know so some, i was listening to this one guy posted a post about he was saying that you know, for years, everybody, you know, we taught that, you know, do not talk about religion and do not talk about politics. But he said, now we have a bunch of people who are illiterate on religion and politics and we're, and we have an unbalanced world because people don't know how to deal with it. And it's an important aspect of the world. And the, the same thing with this, like, you know, don't talk about money, don't talk about economics and stuff. But if you don't talk about it, then you, you know, any thoughts of that? Yeah, we see the problem is not talking about it or not talking about, see, not talking, not talking about it is 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 um, a byproduct of not exploring and, and exposure. And talking about it is exploring and exposure and acceleration. See, that's the issue. So it's about bro broadening your awareness so you can get insights into existence, and then you could be in in a more receptive state of getting in the flow. Right. Exactly. Safe. Don't take risks said learn to manage risk one believed our home is our largest investment and our greatest asset the other believed my house is a liability and if your house is your largest investment you're in trouble both dads paid their bills on time yet one paid his bills first while the other paid his bills last one dad believed in a company or the government taking care of you and your needs he was always concerned about pay raises, retirement plans, medical benefits, sick leave, vacation days, and other perks. He was impressed with two of his uncles who joined the military and earned a retirement and entitlement package for life after 20 years of active service. He loved the idea of medical benefits and PX privileges the military provided its retirees. He also loved the tenure system available through the university. The idea of job protection for life and job benefits seemed more important at times than the job. He would often say, I've worked hard for the government and I'm entitled to these benefits. The other. Does that give No. 
So that that's like the idea of like the safety net, and he's and he's too worried about comfort as opposed to exposure and putting himself on the precipice of discovery. Exactly. But at the same time, though, we we don't want to discount and and uh, reject these his ideas of the importance of welfare benefits and the ideas of like, you know, the the government helping out the people who work for it because. There's cases where it, that's that's important, right? Any thoughts there? Yeah, well, yeah, it's always important. You see, <clears throat> see, you could look at that at this whole thing from your perspective. Just a second. This may be my phone call coming. Hello. Oh, hi, Chanel. Thanks for calling back. See, we've been exploring our property out there, and it's very clear that the plan that we have is going to necessitate. Now record again. Okay, so I guess you can turn it on and off. I was just, I was just curious. All right, ready? Yeah. self-reliance. He spoke out against the entitlement mentality and how it created weak and financially needy people. He was emphatic about being financially competent. One dance. And that's it? No. So you see, but it, it could be judgmental. It could be judgmental to be like, oh, entitlement mentality. Oh, they're, they feel entitled. Yeah, they, they, there, there could be cases of people feeling entitled, but also, again, there's concessions and there's, you know, there, there's scenarios where that's important to give to give entitlements or welfare stuff or you know what, what, what's the word that he was using the um workers benefits or whatever any thoughts of that yeah but to see to be dependent on that is problematic you see it's like it's like your situation. See, you you are totally dependent financially on on your mom um, sending you money, paying your bills. See, that could stop at any moment. Yeah, but you know what? So far, it's been going great. And you know what I did during this whole time? I did way more than anybody could imagine with this quadrant stuff. It allowed me to, to do a lot of stuff that other people who don't have those benefits don't get. And that's what they talk about in the Hinduism. They say, and that's what my friends even told me. They say, you must have had a really good previous birth because in this life, you've had a very fortunate situation. And, and, well, it, and yeah, well, there's, there's no, there's no doubt about it. I'm just telling you that, that I'm just saying that it could stop at any moment. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I know, but but that's what my like my like I was saying. My Hindu friends are like, yeah, you must have really good karma because you're you know it allowed you to discover you did this huge quadrant model thing. You were brought into born into a wealthy family, and it, and it's allowed you to spend all this time to do all this studying and research and stuff that you've done. It's and that that was by virtue of the fact that I had a wealthy family where I didn't have to get a job. And they're saying, and they don't look at that as a negative thing. Oh, entitlement. They say that's, you know, that was what God did because God wanted this to happen because of the reincarnation. They put, they knew that I would discover it and I would use, utilize it in a good way. And so there's, there's benefits to that. 
And and again, yeah, it, there was no, there, there's no doubt about it. There's benefits to that. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, and and and, and the benefits outweigh anything else because look at all that I accomplished because of that that I wouldn't have been able to accomplish if I if I was not in such a situation. But I felt like I'm not trying to put you down, but I felt like you were trying to take me out of that situation, which was a beneficial situation to be in. No, I was never trying to take you out of it. You see, you, you totally misinterpret that. Oh, I, I'm just I saying that you're in a that you're in a very vulnerable position. That's all I'm saying. And I I was hoping that you wouldn't um, be in such a vulnerable position. Yeah, but I don't. I never saw it that way. I, I felt like the reason why maybe it was a vulnerable position because you were trying to make it into that. It was a, it was a the mentality where you could it could have been you know you could utilize it as no this is a great situation. And, and, you know, instead of trying to force independence and stuff and oh, making it into a vulnerable situation where that's a fear mentality. I didn't try to, I didn't try to force independence. I didn't try to force independence. I'm not going to try. I don't, I don't want to find any necessity to argue with anything because that's not important right now. But all I'm saying is it depends on your perspective and how you want to look at things. And, and, you know, I feel like sometimes the, like when with, with the Hawaiian people, you're like, Oh yeah, they're, they're just wanting to be enabled and stuff. Well, there's situations where that's important to, and, and not everybody has the same situation. You know, for, for some people, they don't wanna be doing a, a ton of stuff. They, they, they don't mind ha be having the government give them the benefits and stuff, and they can utilize that. And especially I'm thinking of like people who were, are in unfortunate situations where maybe they were colonized or they were, you know, the, the, the yeah, there is kind of an entitlement where, where they get owed something because they had everything taken from them, at least. Yeah, but I understand what you're saying, too. Okay, yeah, then you can become dependent on it and stuff like that. Yeah, there, but there's always variables and there's always, you know, variations and nuances in all these situations. And, and a, a, a catch-all, oh, this is good or this is bad, is, it's not really helpful. Any thoughts of that? No. No, you'll never see anything differently. So you can see it the way you want. That's fine. No, what were you going to say? No, nothing. Nothing I can say will change the way you look at it. It's fine. You, you're entitled to the way to look at it. Okay. Your way of looking. So what's, what's your way of looking at it? Uh, no, I'm not going to. You know my way of looking at it. Okay, yeah, be, being independent, yeah, there, there's there's problems with it. But the thing was, like, mom and dad, they wanted it. They, they, my mom wanted to help me with stuff. She always, get, you know, help me with this stuff. It was a shooting machine was an unfortunate situation, but you thought didn't know it was a shooting machine. You thought it, you didn't know at the time. You, even when I was in Kauai, you said it was because of bigger, better players or whatever. You didn't know about that. And the thing was, I did discover the theory of everything. And, and it doesn't matter. Everything worked out for the best. I'm happy that it all happened the way it did. But all I'm saying is that, yeah, sometimes – you know, it was, it wasn't mom, mom did want to pay for me. She was rich. She could pay for me. She could help me in this situation. And she was going to pay for me. The only thing was, it's fine. It's fine, Ryan. It's fine. You don't have to convince me. Let's just go on to something else. You no, know, but, but then, but then they, they were, they were, uh, had inculcated this mentality of, oh, it's important to be independent. And that's what they did with Leah. When I came to visit with, with Brian in Taiwan, they're like, oh yeah, independence is so important. Hey, what? hey, let's, forget this let's move on okay no but all i'm saying is that the reason why they were so in independence is because they wanted to get rid of me because they didn't know about the shooting machine they didn't want to take responsibility for understanding hey hey i'm gonna hang up ryan if you don't move on 
struggled to save a few dollars. The other created investments. One day, there's a lot of write an impressive resume. So there's I, a lot of complexities and nuances to reality. It's not always black and white. Find a good job. The other taught me how to write strong business and financial plans so I could create jobs. Being a product of two strong dads allowed me the luxury of observing the effects different thoughts have on one's life. I noticed that people really do shape their lives through their thoughts. For example, my poor dad always said, I'll never be rich. And that profit. Any thoughts on that? No. I'm just, I'm just so, so happy that I worked so hard to get where I'm at right now. We're, the quadrant stuff is huge and I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a very set situation. I did the theory of everything. Now, if, if I, I would have had to work and stuff, I wouldn't have accomplished what I did. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's, but at the same time, you could say, well, maybe you would have. Okay, well then let's continue listening then. What? Can we then can we continue listening? Well, that's up to you. Okay, sure. Let's continue listening. All right, ready? Yeah. My rich dad, on the other hand, always referred to himself as rich. He would say things like, I'm a rich man and rich people don't do this. Even when he was flat broke after a major financial setback, he continued to refer to himself as a rich man. He would cover himself by saying, there is a difference between being poor and being broke. Broke is temporary, poor is eternal. My poor dad would say, I'm not interested in money, or money doesn't matter. My rich dad always said, money is power. Power of our thought. Any thoughts, Edgar? No. See, again, when he says money is power, what he's saying is exploration, exposure, and acceleration is power. Yeah, I, I, the, in my opinion, I think that this the conservative mentality really makes you poor in a lot of ways. Well, um, sure, and, and of I, course. I don't think that you gave me that, but I think that I misinterpreted what you were teaching me, and I adopted that mentality and for a while after 2014 or whatever. But it can be a very confusing mentality, and it's a blame the blame the victim mentality, the, the conservative mentality, and I, th I think it is an impoverished mentality, and it and it actually ironically leads to impoverishment if you don't understand the complexities and the different dimensions of things, you know, but, but the, but the, oh yeah, just thinking, think, think and grow rich, what your thoughts make you rich. And, 
it, it, oh, oh, you're not thinking right. Okay, then then you're poor. And that to me is such a that, that leads to poverty. That mentality, like literal poverty too. Whereas if if you have a more compassionate mindset and you understand the that there's you know different aspects of what's going on. Yeah, obviously, yeah. There's cases where entitlements and and, and stuff like government benefits yeah that you can get become uh you, you can become uh, satisfied and settled in that and then and then there's going to be problems with it because then you're you, since you depend on them then they can tell you what to do whatever and and then you become kind of quote-unquote enslaved whereas if you are doing your own thing and, and you're making your own money and and you and you're not focused on the the safety nets and stuff then you have more freedom is that you know it, but is that what you're saying grab any thoughts Yes, precisely. Okay, cool. But at the same time, there's benefits of those benefits that can give you more freedom and, and you can utilize those. And, and, and you have to understand that those things can be utilized and that that's a liberal understanding. And that can help to create more synergy. If you, if you take, take the best from both sides, any thoughts of that? Yeah, that's true. Trying to force people into independence like Donald Trump, you know, that, that kind of screws people in a lot of cases. And then, yeah, you might be, you, you might have good intentions. Oh, well, I'm going to just get them independent so they can have more freedom. Yeah. But that could also screw the hell out of people and really hurt people. And that's why you have to be able to understand that not everything is black and white and you have to be able to take into account the different, you know, variables. Any thoughts of that? Yeah. It's, it's the difference between being judgmental and being discerning. See, when Jesus said to the when when Jesus said to the man at the sheepgate pool, pool, well, it, it, you can continue to tell me your story, or you can take up your bed and walk. You can start exploring exploration and acceleration. That's up to you. He wasn't blaming him for being in the position. He was inviting him to get out of that position. He wasn't blaming him as a victim, blaming the victim. But, but I think that, the, that what happens a lot of people is, is especially the people who are being you know, put down and the people who have been put down and, and have been marginalized and rejected and excluded and everything, they are told, oh yeah, just, just pick up your bed and walk, man. Just, you know, just change your mentality and just, and then they adopt that mentality, but they adopt it in a conservative predatory manner in a, in a kind of uh, arrogant, self-indulgent, self-centered manner, because they, they, they have this imposed upon them. And I think this is what happened to me. They have this imposed upon them like, oh yeah, you're, oh, it wasn't the shoot away machine. It was because of this or, it was, and then, you, then they become like, they become kind of callous and they become kind of uh, predator, predatory and and that's the danger. Yeah, well, like, it goes back to what I said. Yeah. The difference is, are you being judgmental in saying that? Or are you being discerning? Yeah, discerning. And when you're being, well, you're being judgmental when, when you uh, blame, blame the victim. That's being judgmental. Yeah, but, but all I'm saying is like, you, when people are like, oh yeah, well, we're just enabling them by giving them this stuff. And, and then the people who are, who are being told, oh, we're just, Oh, so so they're just enabled. Oh, we're, we're the ones who are being enabled. Then they start to, to 
to internalize that. And first off, then they start to hate each other. They start to hate themselves. Oh, oh, so we're, 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 we're parasites. Kind of like when, when you called, like, it was nothing against you, but when you called me the parasite in, in Kauai and stuff, I feel like, you know, you can internalize this type of stuff and then you start hating yourself. You start hating others. And yes, it would be best if you just transcend yourself, but not everybody is at that level where they, they, most people do identify with something and they do hold on to identities and stuff. And then they start to internalize that. And then not only do they internalize that and start hating themselves, then they start doing that to others. And they, yeah, they, well, they, that's, the, that's the, that's the consequence, that's the consequence of being judgmental. Yes. So were you judgmental at that time or no? I don't remember. Okay, ready? Yeah, so it doesn't matter. We don't need to look into the past and try to figure stuff out. All we can do is say, okay, reality is multifarious and there's different dimensions and stuff. But what we can do is we can try to get a deeper understanding so that we can cultivate a way of participating that is most conducive to flourishing. Any thoughts, sir? Nope. Is that right or no? I told you I'm not going to talk about that anymore. Talk about what? Okay, I'm gonna... Appreciate it. Obvious to me as a young boy that it was important to be aware of my thoughts and how I expressed myself. I noticed that my poor dad was poor, not because of the amount of money he earned, which was significant, but because of his thoughts and actions. As a young boy having two fathers, I became acutely aware of being careful about which thoughts I chose to adopt as my own. Should I listen to my rich dad or to my poor dad? Although both men had tremendous respect for education and learning, they disagreed about what they thought was important to learn. One wanted me to study hard, earn a degree, and get a good job to earn money. He wanted me to study to become a professional, an attorney, or an accountant, and to go to business school for my MBA. The other encouraged me to study to be rich, to understand how money works, and to learn how to have it work for me. I don't work for money. Any thoughts, Eva? No. Is that how, see, is how many work for me? But the way I look at it is he's, he's trying to put down the, the, the poor dad, but the poor dad has a point. You know, he's saying, get an MBA. He's looking more for inquiry, in my opinion, to get understanding and stuff. But again, he might still have kind of a victim mentality and kind of a take care of me mentality and stuff like that. Maybe that's an aspect. Maybe he is stuck in himself. Maybe he isn't a settled in this mentality. I don't know. But then the, the poor dad, could, the rich dad could be more goal-oriented and stuff, trying to get the money. But, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that necessarily. But at least he's not in, the, in a scarcity mentality. But any thoughts of that? Yeah, well, both of them can be in the goal-oriented goal mentality. See? Either one can be in a goal-oriented. Yeah, as opposed to an inquiry. Yes. But but what if the goal is inquiry? Well, that's not a goal then. Well, it could it, it could be your only goal. Your goal is to be in inquiry so you can have the illusion of superiority. So that can be your goal. Look how smart I am. So so. So there's look how, look how much time look how much time I spend in inquiry, et cetera, et cetera. See how superior I am? So, so there's there's a difference between inquiry and self self-confirmatory inquiry. Yes. Exactly. Self-confirmatory inquiry. Yeah, that's precisely. Were words he would repeat over and over. Money works for me. At the age of nine, I decided to listen to and learn from my rich dad about money. 
What do you think about that guy? But money works for me. Any thoughts? Mm. Yeah, well, there are advantages to having money. Yeah, does it? No. In doing so, I chose not to listen to my poor dad. You see, when people realize that I was born rich and stuff, you know, like the Hindus, the ones who are like conservative, the ones who like blame the victim, they'll be like, oh, yes, you were born into, you know, that, that was your good karma and stuff. And and this you procured you these advantages that allowed you to do the quadrant stuff. That's why they look at it. But if but, but I remember before when I when, when I didn't when people didn't know that my dad was, you know, quote unquote, had a lot of money, you know, they would look at me and they'd be like, Oh yes, well you know, like Mark Zuckerberg, he's good, good, uh, good karma, good reincarnation, and his children, good reincarnation. Like blame the victim type of stuff, and it's like yes, and and but you on the other hand, not really. But they don't even know me. They didn't know, you know. So it's like that's the type of that, that to me is the impoverished mentality, and and I see that like with some of the fundamentalist Hindus I ran into, like yeah, I run into a guy like that and, and yeah, he's, he's a fundamentalist living in a Hare Krishna place. He probably is not that rich. Maybe he is rich. I don't know, but regardless, he has an impoverished mentality that leads to, to poverty in my opinion. Any thoughts of that? Yeah, precisely. You know, it's, it's very self-confirmatory maintaining the status quo, even as opposed to looking at people as, as merit, it's looking at people as, oh, you were born this way and let's maintain the status quo and let's maintain our comfort zone of stability within the framework of our matrix that we set up and we're trying to maintain. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, well, again, it's judgmental, being judgmental. Even though he was the one with all the college degrees. Now, we're not denying that, you know, if you study hard and, and, and go all out, that's better than being settled and, and looking for handouts, quote unquote. But at the same time, I don't want to put down anybody who's getting handouts because I understand that this system has, you know, is built around in a lot of ways, immature consciousness and the handouts can be helpful. Any thoughts of that? Yeah. And, and at the same time too, like there's cases where there is someone who's born into a, a, an advantageous environment like I was. And rather than, you know, like thinking that my parents kind of had a scarcity mentality, Rather than that, I don't know if that was imposed on them, but rather than that, have, a, have an abundance mentality. Okay, let's let's get this stuff going. But a big thing is miscommunication. The quadrant model is a theory of everything. Some people don't see that at first, but now it's being seen. But any other thoughts? But, but everything worked out no. for the best. Everything worked out for the best. Because I wasn't ready at that time, but I am ready now, you know? A lesson from Robert Frost. Robert Frost is my favorite poet. Love many is the road not taken like i feel like my higher self set it up this way because i knew i didn't know enough at that time but i had to study the quran and i had to study the hindu scriptures and everything and, and the bible i use its lesson almost daily the road not taken two roads diverged in a yellow wood and sorry i could not travel both and be one traveler long i stood and looked down one as far as i could to where it bent in the undergrowth and where it took the other as just as fair it was grassy and wanted wear. It's, it's, so it's fading in and out. Tell me if it keeps fading, right? I'm going to turn it back on, ready? And warn them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay in leaves, no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day. 
yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I'm telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence, two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. It doesn't? It's fading. It's fading in and out, but I know that because I read that book, uh, The Road Less Traveled, and he quoted it in that, so I know that poem. Oh, I'm going to move to a different spot where it hopefully doesn't fade, but, but any thoughts on that? No. What do you think of that poem? What do, what do you think of that poem? Well, see, it's, it's basically saying, don't try to fly with somebody else's feathers. Yeah, can you give an example of that? Concrete example of not flying with someone's feathers? Well, depending upon what other people tell you to do and their their strategies and their their formulas. I think it's 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 important to, to get deeper understanding and and like not memorize like you might say oh yeah that's entitlement mentality or like 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 what I tried when I became conservative and I tried to adopt your mentality what I thought was your mentality which which I don't think it really is but the idea of like oh it's enabling and oh oh yeah the 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 the, the poor they deserve it because of their poor mentality like that mentality that is something that you could adopt trying to adopt someone else's feathers you know. And, and then you can try to memorize that and it, it could take you out of like true understanding where you look at the, the, you know, the, the nuances of reality and stuff. Any thoughts that where, where it's like, yeah. it's not always the victim. You, you, you got to look at the different, you know, the, the degrees and the subtleties. Any thoughts that? Nope. But, you know, because I even forgot all about that because I tried to, you know, adopt feathers that weren't mine. Yeah. Um, but but what what, what do you, but that's what that's what you talk about, right? But the, the idea of like, you know, that there's no formula in that, you know, think there's concessions, but you got to be able to see the big picture, right? Right. All right. Has made all the difference. Over the years, I have often reflected upon Robert Frost's poem. Choosing not to listen to my highly educated dad's advice and attitude about money was a painful decision, but it was a decision that shaped the rest of my life. Once I made up my mind about whom to listen to, my education about money began. My rich dad taught me over a period of 30 years until I was 39 years old. He stopped once he realized that I knew and fully understood what he had been trying to drum into my often thick skull. Money. Do you think that he ended up uh, flying with the feathers of the rich dad, Grandpa? Well, that's up to him. We don't know. He may have become an explorer and a, and a accelerator, or he could have become a, a a passenger on somebody else's feathers. Is one form of power. But you want to you want to 
look at other people's feathers and, and, and understand them, but not just like completely adopt them, but maybe like incorporate different feathers from different people. Like any thoughts there? Well, it's, that's that old saying, everything you, how is it? Everything you receive, you must newly re uh, acquire. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like, like, it's like the shooting. You you can't you can't teach somebody how to shoot like I shot. That has to come from God, from the flow or whatever. But yeah, Dad told me to shoot sideways. Right. Dad told me to shoot sideways. It wasn't just like, oh, you're just amazingly in the flow. No, Dad told me to shoot sideways like I did, and it worked, you know. But I didn't know exactly what I was doing. But I ain't thought that. No. But what is more powerful is financial education. Money comes and goes, but if you have the education about how money works, you gain power over it and can begin building wealth. The reason positive thinking alone does not work is because most people went to school and never learned how money works, so they spend their lives working for money. Because I was only nine years old when I started, the lessons my rich dad taught me were simple, and when it was all said and done, there were only six main lessons repeated over 30 years. This audiobook is about those six lessons, put as simply as possible, just as simply as my rich dad put forth those lessons to me. The lessons are meant not to be answers, but guideposts that will assist you and your children to grow wealthier, no matter what happens in a world of increasing change and uncertainty. Chapter 1. Lesson 1. The Rich Don't Work. Okay, well, that's enough for now. I need to make a few phone calls, so... All right. Do you, do you like the book so far, Kevin? Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Later. Thanks, <clears throat>